Hey guys, it's new week, new episode, and like I say every week, welcome to another episode of the book review and more with Missy. As usual, I'm your host, Dada Mistura. So today, we talked about a very, very important issue, exams and anxiety. And I know this episode is long overdue, but I'm sorry, I have my exams already and this baby girl has to work towards getting her degree. So guys, this episode, I interviewed a very, very important person to me, and this is a guidance and counselor officer in Lagos State University. Actually, it's guidance and career, counseling and career unit in Lagos State University. And it has always, always been at the top of my mind to interview this man because the way he talks and makes me feel when he's even doing group counseling imagine having a one-on-one conversation with him so it was one of the most important things to me and thank you guys hey forget it this episode is is educative informative everything this is entertainment in its finest form so you guys stay tuned stay connected let's get into it are you looking for book reviews and recommendations? And you know, funny thing is that the author made a lot of noise, made this powerful book with minimal characters. Our bands are on important and tribal issues. Then you are at the right place. Welcome to the book review and more with Missy. I'm going to address a very, very important issue a lot of people undermine and do not even think about. That is exams and mental health. How exams affect the mental health of students. Yes, exams can be normal and be a very part of our society, especially in our academics life. But the effect on a lot of students is really, really on that. It's not even thought about because Yes, we are all concerned about passing, but what about those that fail or what about not doing enough for pleasing your parents or the society? With me, I have a very a very important person and he goes by the name of Dr. Ayani Olabade. He's a counselor in the University Counseling and Career Unit of Lake State University and it's a pleasure to have him on the show. Thank you for coming to the show, sir. Yes, sir. So, normally, I will say it was a hassle getting your phone number, but I was really, really proud I got to hear it. And it was really nice because it made me feel very safe having a conversation with you. I felt like I was a bit scared coming to you, but it made me feel so safe. And I feel like that is how a lot of students feel coming to you as a counselor. I don't even need to talk to you a very, very good man at your job. Mm. Thank you so much for being available for Well, that's what we're here to do. Yes, sir. So, first is this. Even I come in here, I made a mistake saying that the, it's the guidance and counseling unit of ASU. Mm-hmm. But you corrected me. So, that would lead us to my first question. Like, give us a background to the counseling and career unit yeah. of Lagos State University. Thank you very much. Um, the unit is a creation of the university. And it was created to cater for the social personal needs of the students. And when we say social personal, we're talking about personal issues that individuals are probably not, these issues that are not addressed in the classroom, uh, uh, issues that also borders on the social relationship. 
the interpersonal relationship between the individuals and others. Because one way or the other, there is no way you interact with someone if you will not have certain challenges. Because these are individuals that are from various backgrounds. So the university is aware there will always be challenges, behavioral challenges that individuals will need to resolve. And that is why the unit has been created to meet these needs. So we are here. And I will tell you that this is the best university in the whole federation when it comes to the counseling services. Why do I say so? You hardly can go to any university and you find more than one or two counselors. We have five counselors in Lasso. And we have these units. You can see, though this is not the best so far, but it's still under development. So we are trying, the university has five units, five counselors. Awesome. And I will tell you, out of these five counselors, four of us are PhD holders. We're not majorly teaching. We are counseling. And we've been doing it. The least qualified or experienced year is 20 years. So wow. we've been doing this uh, within the university and well. Still trying to get the university to be the best in terms of counseling services. So, and counseling unit is always on Monday through Friday. Wow. We open from 9 a.m. and we'll be here till 4. So, if I come here at 9 to 4, I'll be able to I can anything. assure you, you'll find, except if we have to go on the field, because sometimes we go on the field, we're seated here and we're told. There are certain challenges some students, because we relate with lecturers, we relate with deans and HODs, Everybody. to find out what challenges are, I mean, the peculiar challenges with their faculty. So sometimes we need to go all out, more like do what we call group counseling, meet students in the classroom. So accept that. And even if you come, we are not here. You always find the staff who probably tell us, so, so person was here. And we'll get your phone number and get in touch with you. I said, okay, we learned that you are here. So can we book an appointment? So we do that in this unit. Oh, thank you so much. It yeah. feels so safe having that. I know I can come to see somebody if I have any mental issue or anything. Thank you so much for your services. Sure. Now, our topic for today, like I said earlier, is exams and mental health. Okay. And it is not even... Even when I was telling people that that's what I want to do, like, it's not normal. Mm -hmm. But... Most times we just overlook it and don't know. The first thing first, I just want to exam exams in a few weeks time. If you look around, everybody in last year's trying to compare one test. Anxiety is all over the case. Yeah. Everybody saying one test in or ah, one test they've not completed. I didn't sleep for like three days because I'm trying to wow. reach so yeah. much. Not because I haven't been before, but there are some things you feel like you haven't covered. So what do you advise to keep the mental health in shape for me not to do so much or for other students not to affect your mental health. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Well, we all know that exams, like some people will say, we say in some finance, the exam is actually the student's master. That is, um, everybody, one way or the other, we have a level of anxiety when it comes to examination. Some people come to realize that they have anxiety about examination and what do they do about it? They quickly start to address it. And if a student does not have a level, a minimum level of anxiety, a student is himself a problem. And such a person will have to feel a high level of anxiety when it comes to exam period. So there is a level of anxiety which is facilitating. It's facilitating in the sense that it puts you on your toes and you begin to address it long before the examination. 
And what do you do in that case? Is that people like that start reading, start studying towards the exam. The exam will be coming in the next three months, or you are preparing yourself. So because and most students don't. Another issue is that most students don't understand, understand who they are. You because we learn at different rates, yeah. we study at different rates. So if you understand yourself and you know that, look, for me, I will need to do a lot of preparation for me to face any exam. So what do you need to do is to start reading, reading studying ahead. Maybe you do one, whatever you are taught today, you make sure you revise it. That is the way of taking care of your whole new level of anxiety. Right. But when you don't do that, you don't plan for it, you don't plan for examination longer ahead of time, when it's about exam time, Definitely, you're going to be overwhelmed because you've left, you've left a lot of things undone and unaddressed. So the anxiety comes and you're overwhelmed. So you, that's when you see students doing a lot of things that are actually not appropriate for examination. Examination, like I said, a lot of people are afraid of examination. But when you get to understand the purpose of examination, you keep your anxiety under control. Yeah. No, what you said earlier is that it should be a minimal... Level of, a level of anxiety. The first thing, I mean, what you were exposed to is CBT. Just look for the answer and drop it. Yeah. So where you are able to. So you are not being encouraged to sit down, dig deep, study, study. and extract knowledge. So what you just is like capsule, take and swallow. And the fear comes up before I send the CBT. I remember when I was teaching my first CBT. Hey, you see the exam, just for this computer that was not off. Just for all those things, God said, yeah. I feel like they, they also mm, add yeah. to it. But even at that, but even at that, some people will tell you, um, to be the answer, we shall be there. Yeah. I'll just pick anything <laughs> close to it. And they will tell you, you know, like those questions, the nearest in mini or the nearest in chemical. So you just go there, pick it. After all, by the time you pick on there, you'll still be able to pick 15 so when it now comes to now, you're not just going to pick it, you have to process it. So some people now like I can't handle it. So that low self-efficacy is there. So it's like you died before you are you really dead. So it's an issue. So students need to come, and that's part of what we're trying to also do. That will train you, will help you discover that you have a potential in you. All you just need to do is to begin to believe in yourself. And so if you try it once and it works for you, it will quickly bring out the best to you and you begin to have the self-belief that you can do it. But a lot of people don't want to go through that. They don't really that. Just give it, wrap it up, give it to me. It to to say, she said like, Self-confidence is something it's like a stomach. You keep feeding it every yeah, day. Exactly. So the day you don't feed yourself, nobody's exactly. going to feed yourself exactly. confidence. Exactly. That's what my mom keeps yeah. saying to me. Yeah. So our next question is our first class, our second class of uh, okay. into the uni. Even Nigeria is made up in such a way that you tell you we don't make first class, do your best at least to make second class upper. If, to get scholarships outside the country, you have to get at least a first class or second class of okay. good job opportunities. And there are other grades, like you have the second class, middle, mm. two, two, three. Those people, people are also going to fall into those grades. Yeah. They are not going to 
Not everybody is intelligent. Nobody is going to fall into the high class. Everybody is intelligent. I mean, I'll yes. I'm sorry everybody for that. Yeah, I mean, not academic intelligence that I mean. Some maybe emotional intelligence. Or everybody is intelligent in their own way. Mm-hmm. But the standard or the standard Nigeria education gives you mm-hmm. that you have to fall into this category to be considered intelligent. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is going to fall into that category. So mm-hmm. you now find students with like two two or two three or third class mm-hmm. if they are not making apart from you that you're in first class or second class trying to maintain your grade they are trying to make a good grade they are also trying to meet a certain target okay. people that fall into those classes mm-hmm. now even before they meet that target they see yourself lesser than those in maybe first class or so, so you tell them if you tell them that oh they're doing something in this team maybe there's like a competition on a year is it for Chebis? All those two one people to pick is all those first class. Mm. It makes them feel like lesser that they are not up to these people, and I don't. I really believe everybody is equal. So to address that kind of self esteem, what do you advise? Yeah, let me first tell, make this clear. Everybody is intelligent, yes. and parents need to realize that. Students need to realize that. Guardians, lecturers, teachers, everybody needs to realize that everyone is intelligent. But it's just that our inter- there are different types of intelligence. So I may be low, I may have what we call logical intelligence. Somebody else may be having uh, kinesthetic intelligence. So, but individual must be able to realize is our potential. And we also need to realize that the essence of the university education is not to create first class. No. It's not to create second class. Despite the fact that we know that we are individuals and there are individual differences. So, if you are in the university, what you need to understand, what the university education is to do is to develop your philosophical to be able to think and reason. So if you cannot reason at my level, it doesn't mean that you are not. Just find where your own strength is and begin to develop it. So even if we are in the class, I may be intelligent, so to say, to be able to reason and talk from sense and quotes. But somebody else may also be intelligent to look at the practicality of what I am saying. Most of the people who can be philosophical are actually not practical. So you discover that you are practical. While I am applying the question into my reasoning and produce the answer, produce A is A, you might be able to apply it and say, I can take this A from the book and put it on the ground. And it brings a meaning. It brings it to the reality. So, if you are not making 2-1 of first class, it doesn't mean that you are a non-entity. Everybody will always find his or her level. And I will tell you, I know a particular set of students. Why one made first class, another one made 2-1. And they were celebrating. They were, people were celebrating that this one had something... But the truth is that the other one that made 2-2, when it comes to the practical aspect, 
In fact, the 221 was also was calling these people, come and see how it works on the field. They make prospects. And, I, I, and the example I'm giving is even in, from your own area. Yes. And this person, why the first class and the two one are still looking for jobs? This person had gotten a job. The third class, the second class, lower class has actually gotten the job because even before they graduate, graduated, she had been on the field. So she could take it out of the books and to the field. And we need to realize that. The same thing in, at other tertiary institutions. People need to get that. Once we are able to get that, we'll feel relaxed. I, I was helped to realize that when I was in the university, when the lecturer said, look, first class is abnormal. Pass is also abnormal. These are two extremes. People in those two categories are few. A lot of people are in 2-2. Two, two. So if you find yourself on 2-2, two, two, all you just need to do is to different, distinguish yourself also among the 2-2. Two, two. So that you don't just be seen as this is never do well. So get to know the class you belong, operate and function there. So if you make two two, please if you don't know what to do, just come. I will tell you what you can do and then make a meaning. Thank you so much, because our society just goes for people that are doing well. Those that are not doing so good are just everybody. Everybody is doing well. (laughs) If if um, and let me also quickly. Uh, I don't know whether you it's part of the question. No, so there's nothing the issue is this. If you don't make first class, you don't make two one, get to know. That's your level. The most important thing is discover yourself. Get a vision. Get to get to find out something about yourself and the course that you're doing. What where is that place that both of you agree? At that point, then just get your creativity stimulated. Come up with some what you can do, and then you are off. Do you tell me how many company owners are first class students? Were first class students? You hardly can find. So it's always this something first class about student, first class consumer. It's just in the name. If you and, can't and, and if and if we can handle them. We just get them into one room, let them begin to think. But you see the people that will put flesh and soul to their ideas are people who are probably not first class students. Okay. Thank you, sir. So, this next question also relates to that one, but this kind of... Now... Our next question relates to the last one. Okay. We were talking about um, failing exams in general. Mm. When we write exams, is that into outcome? Either you pass or you fail. fail. Now, people who pass will celebrate and all. Mm. Then people who fail are like falling into a state of depression, especially those that have maybe a previous career and the thing keeps piling up. Whether or not, whether a person likes it or not, there will be some thinking that I might not enough. I can't, why can't I just be like okay. others who pass? Now, before we even talk about like how to address this depression, what is depression itself? Because as a person, I just hear depression, depression. I really don't have a deep understanding of what the concept is. Okay. Um, let me also, let me say this. Um, like you have said, there are two things that will ever happen. 
because examination sometimes is like a war that you go for. You are preparing, uh, somebody is at the other side and wants to see whether you are strong, whether you are academically. And so he's setting questions and say, let me give this um, logical question. And uh, also, on your own end, you don't know where it's going to come up. So and you are like preparing. That's why you see some people when they are going for exam, they are using, they are preparing bullets, what we call as bullets. Because they feel, ah, I won't allow that man or that woman to uh, mm -hmm. actually hit me. So it does, uh, it can happen. So basically, uh, when you when you pass, you're happy. You want to celebrate. Yes. You are rejoicing. But the truth is that uh, to those who are prepared very well, you don't even need to wait for the results before you get to know that you have passed. And somebody who has not prepared very well, or the thing did not hit it, it didn't hit the bullseye, and you start also feel like uh, I didn't do well. Okay. So and when you have, when you pass, you get into that state of ecstasy where you are rejoicing, celebrating, your confidence is boosted. And you're feeling like I'm on top of the world. Yeah. But again, also, on this other side, there are several things that can happen. One, you can begin to lose your self-confidence that, no, I'm not good enough, I can't do it. And you can also get to a state where you are now attributing, oh, I would have passed, so if not for this, or that lecturer didn't mark well, or then somebody is against me, or my family... <laughs> My household enemies, my village people, they are after me and so on and so forth. But you see, depression is an extreme where somebody feels helpless, somebody feels hopeless, somebody feels like there is no way out for me, there is nothing I can do. Or, you know, the, the definition of depression is that when you experience sad feelings, you feel so sad. To the point that you feel you feel frustrated, and and in that way, it's something that could go with you for several days. You are beginning to think, "I'm unworthy. I can't do it. Uh, it's useless existing. It's useless uh, continuing with this. I should just pack it out, pack it up, and then move away from it." That's the state. But you see, the truth is, student doesn't need to feel that way. And that is the reality we want everybody to feel. You know, life is about ups and downs. There is no straight line in life. You always get to corner, you always get to, and there will be at a point when you'll be down, at a point when you're up. But like I used to tell today, when you fail, you know what that means? It's either that you did certain things wrongly, or there are certain things that you ought to do that you didn't do. And what you need to do is to sit down and assess yourself. Okay, could it have been that I didn't do enough? If I didn't do enough, okay, what do I do? Let me sit up and then begin to do possibly much more that I needed to do. Or I did something, I did it wrongly. And then let me find out what is it, what was it that I did wrongly. For example, after the question, after the exam, you pick your question, the question you were given. You know what you wrote. Yeah. Go back to your textbooks, go back to your notes and find out, did I write correctly? Oh, if you didn't write correctly, you know. You can easily say, okay, this is where I missed it. So if you can get that, 
you need not cry over spilled milk. Just sit up and be ready to and, address it. And if you feel it's overwhelming, that's like people like you, right? Yes, yeah. and if you think, oh, I'm still confused, I can't lay my hand, I can't place my hand on what happened. Okay, then you can see cancerous. Let us, but you see, a lot of people on this side of the world will always believe that we know it. I know it, I understand myself. But the truth is that you don't know yourself. Oh, I can tell you, if you go to if you go to any counselor, I mean a trained, a professional one, you always find out about something new about yourself. You can come out, you always find out that there are certain things that you don't know about yourself. And so that is something that you need to. Let me give you for example. My first university, my first university examination that I wrote then was in a course that became my best subject now, my best subject I want to talk about. And I managed to pass, to get one point. I thought I read for six hours before the exam, six straight hours. I wanted for me to get into the exam, I discovered that I have not read anything. And so, because I of what I passed through during the exam, I did not wait for the result to be out for me to know actually I've not studied. I'm not really prepared for the exam. So I just quickly made up my mind. I said, no, henceforth, this will be my method. So I began to use that. And so I was going, my results start getting better. So people should also come for a kind of reassessment. Reassess yourself. Assess your process. The method you think you've been using to study, is it working for you? Somebody may have been using that and is working for that person. It doesn't mean that it's going to work for you because you are you are a different person entirely. And so, I feel like the method applies to different courses. For me, example, mm. when it comes to other courses like my mass com courses or English courses, I, it's easy for me. Just click the book. I I get into it and then I met. I realized that to be a math course in uni. Yeah, math is not my forte at all. Mm. I realized that for me to get that. Math, I have to put in extra effort yeah, exactly. on like all those things. Yeah. So I feel like every course has a special type of. And I know you also, I know, I know when it comes to math, you also have math at night. I haven't. Exactly. Before I passed my math course, it was prayers, tears, and everything. Okay. So I realized that maybe I would tend to do it for that math courses. And I realized I have to go back to YouTube again mm. to sit down, understand it then. Mm. You do another, do like yeah. two exercises, but yeah. unlike my other courses, that once I've read it, you can ask me anything on it, I will know it. So each course, maybe I'm just asking for do like maybe each course, if there's a method you go for each course or this, or it's just go straight. Um, yes, let me put it this way. Um, if I with the little interaction we've had, if I will tell you, I know that um, you are more of a practical person in your field yeah. that's why it's stressless for you to do this but there are areas there are some fields that you are that you are being exposed to which actually do not comply with your personality and so in that case for you to ensure to at least may ensure that you that information that cost Actually, you were able to get something from it. It will take a level of stress. Okay, so that's why you have to 
study, cry, all the all those things. Yeah, it could be. But it's good that you are doing that because from the way you are doing it, it's obvious that you are in control. You are showing that you are in charge. But somebody who lacks self-efficacy will not be able to do that. He would before the even before the exam. Some people are the are this even at the sound of math, they are dead. They are painted already. So it will take people like that need to realize. But the truth is this: if you find a course that you know does not comply with your personality, you don't need to start thinking this is death. It's not death sentence. So what you need to do is think outside the box. Say, how do I handle this matter? I had to do statistics twice at undergraduate level, at master's class, at PhD level. They were not. But I just have to look for a way to make sure I pass them. So, don't say there is no solution. I can't do it. No. There is nothing like that. What is so It's just that you have not realized what the solution is. But if you could just discuss with someone like a counselor who will help you to look at it objectively. Okay? Why am I talking about cancer? It's because there is objectivity. We just want to understand who you are. What are your inner poten potentials? What are the inner abilities, the traits that you have? You always have one trait or ability that can be manipulated to deal with your present situation. So that's why I'm going to help you to move forward. So students don't need to kill themselves. You don't need to get depressed. You're looking for a path to see what actually cost my fall. So once you understand, so that if he has to come that way again, he already mastered and said, no, there is something that can fall me down. But a child, he just look at it and say, no way. So that is what every student needs to learn to do. When you don't pass, sit down, do a proper analysis of what could have gone wrong. If you don't understand it, you can't put a finger to it. Come see a counselor. Let's look into it. And then you go from there. Thank you, and I think that's also applies to like these students who said like I mean, most times at the end of the day exams. I don't know what happened last month that a student could make a suicide because he failed the exam. Then what happened during time again? He didn't make the score. Mm -hmm. The they cut off mark and he drank sniper. So I feel like it's depression that leads to. Yeah, sometimes you see we can't just put everything to depression. Okay. Um, the issue is this: uh, people are not being helped to live. What we see in our society today is that people are being helped to die, and it's costlier than being helped to live. I am a parent. I have a child. I need to first understand what is the capability of my child. What does my child have the ability to do? And that's the reality a lot of parents don't want to uh, face. What many parents are doing is that they want their own dream that they couldn't fulfill yes. themselves. They are now transferring it to the child. So the child now has problems at dealing with that. So, so with the expectation so much too high for this child. So when this child is trying to be herself, Somebody is putting too much burden, and when it's overweight, it's like I fail my parents, I fail everybody, and then what I did, let me just pack it up. It's not worth it. So it doesn't have to get to that point. It doesn't have to be. Let each person understand, please. If you're a student, especially in Lasso, come to the counseling unit. Let's discover it. Let's find it out.
and get you get to know your ability. Your ability is for you to profit according to you what you have. It will take care of you. So some they said to whom much is given, much is expected. So don't if a child doesn't have so much, let her perform according to his ability. He or she will find himself in life and live. Let's not help children to die. Okay. Our second and last question is: What would you advise students to do to keep stress level minimal? Okay. What students should do is simply prepare, keep living, keep investing your time, your day, and this is what I mean. Um, I used to ask students, "How did we come about the word students or the name students?" And this is it: students. Is from the word study. He who studies is a student. So if you say you are a student and you are not studying, not you are not one. So what you are doing is that you are failing to prepare. And once you fail to prepare, you are only preparing to fail. So students, you know, let it be right from day one. I came up with a theory called recapitulation. Recapitulation is that you ensure that whatever you are taught now, within 24 hours, go over it. It refreshes. It keeps the information fresh in your memory. But when you don't do that, the information can fade, can decay, or get lost in your memory. More so that our brain doesn't have the capability to receive so many information at a time. So you, the lecturer is just throwing everything at you for two hours. And from there, probably you are going to another one. From another one, some people could be having three, four lectures for two, two hours, and they are throwing all the information at you. Your brain cannot take everything at the same time. That's why jotting is useful. So as it's coming, you are putting it down. So afterwards, you now go back and read it. Then your brain begins to take it gradually. But if you want to, so if you wait till exam period and you are now trying to rush at study. You are actually putting your brain under stress. And your brain tells you, I can't take it. You are throwing it, you can't take it. Some people, while they are studying, that's when the brain will be telling them, and you just go like, it's not entering. They will say, go worry. Go worry. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's not entering. And so when you get into the exam, you are hitting your brain. You begin to hit your head. Ah, it's an I read this thing. Your brain tells you, sorry, it's not here. The information you are looking for is not like, you know, like the telephone, I will tell you the number you are calling is not available. So that is the way. Students should understand yourself. Why some people could do the rush and cram, but cramming does not mean you have learned. So get right from the one. Start studying. Gradually, if your brain can grab one word today, tomorrow it grab another one. And when it's exam time, you will put the words together and you form your sentence. That's how it should. Okay. Uh, lastly, any hotline for any last rights or anyone to call when the exam pressure is too high? Yes, in Lasso, we have, um, let me say, in Lasso, Georgia, we have about three lines okay. that we have actually released. And that is the personal line for even the counselors. So, and we say that you can call us anytime except from 7 or let's say 6 in the evening because the counselors still have to take yes. care of their own homes. But it still does not mean that you cannot send an SMS 
send an SMS to the line so any of the counselors you send to can tell you okay can we meet or even say let's chat or if the counselor feels look I have the time let's talk can do that we do that our phone numbers are always in the open I'm surprised when you said you don't know my number because I know that orientation program at any time we always release uh, because some people have this notion that I don't have a problem. Why exactly. Should I, like save your I knew I had your number, but I didn't know where I saved it. So mm. I was expecting that <laughs> I should be able to get it from my fellow students. And it was so surprising that I had to Google. Mm. Sir, I, if I go to a class today, someone will say, Can we have your number? I said, Ah, how do you mean? My number? Then I'll call. But a couple of individuals who have been able to save the number has always come to the help of people like this. Yes, that's the so we are going to okay. Unfortunately, despite all the YouTube videos, I could not. But the thing is, this episode means a lot to me. That no matter the buzzing episode, no, no matter the buzzing sound, it's going to get out. I know you guys deserve more, and I meant to put more into my audio recordings. And I'm really, really sorry. This is happened while I was recording in his office, and there was a, um, a trailer. I was shaking the ground at the back. I know my excuse does not make sense. But if you got to the end of this episode, I know you're a real one. Thank you so much for listening. See you same time, same podcast next week. I still remain down on the show. And don't forget, we are clocking a year on June 29th next week. It's still in a week time. So I don't know what we're going to do about that. But trust me, like normally we don't de- we don't deliver metal cards. But we're going to do it. Trust me. So same time, same podcast next week. Bye-bye. I love you guys.